COVID-19 has changed the world we live in, but one of the few positives to have come out of the pandemic is the way we've adapted to this new reality. How we work and interact with one another has changed and industries have had, had, had to adapt to. In the fifth episode of this series of podcasts, we'll be looking at how COVID-19 has changed the building control industry. Joining me to provide an insight is Jane Keeley, one of the directors of Ascent Building Control, a UK-wide corporate building control approved inspector. Hi, Jane. Thank you very much for joining me. How are you doing today? Hi, Hannah. Thanks for inviting me. It's a lovely day here in um, in Yorkshire, so yes, I'm delighted to join you today. Oh, I'm jealous of you being up in Yorkshire. Are you in the um, nice green area? I'm in York, Perth. That's where I'm sat at the moment. So it's lovely, lovely in York today. Oh, great. Are you all right if I just head straight into the first question? Yes, that's fine. Cool. So how has the building control industry changed in the post-COVID world? I'd say construction certainly didn't stop when the pandemic hit. It did slow down during the first lockdown. There was a lack of materials, but Mm. But it has continued to grow massively. I'd say since May 2020, we've just seen a huge rise in the number of projects. We've had different types of projects coming in, particularly early on in the pandemic. We saw hospitals submitting applications for converting ward into specialist COVID wards. There's still the need also for the programme of changing flammable cladding on high-rise buildings mm. following following the tragedy at Grenfell. So this programme was combined really with a difficulty on obtaining some of the, the materials that they needed for that. And Brexit also had an impact on, on that and we, we did find we had to recheck some of the specifications of the materials that were being submitted due to difficulty in, mm-hmm. in obtaining that, that material. And we also found that a lot of people are not spending the money on going away on holidays and, and they're working from home. Mm. So they decided to extend or do home alterations and improvements um, to enable them to home work. Mm. What we have got is a, a real shortage of competent approved inspectors in the industry. So that that's all come together to mean we, we're extremely busy. We're enjoying it, but we are <laughs> extremely busy Aww. at the moment. I mean, that's really good to hear because you don't hear that a lot with talking to people about COVID. It's good to hear that the industry is doing well for you guys. How equipped do you feel that the industry was to adapt during the pandemic? I think people, the surveyors particularly, adapted very quickly to the new way of working. With building control, you do do a combination of your checking plans in an office or on a laptop and you're also out on site. So I think Prior to the pandemic, the surveyors already were flexible in their working methods in that they would have a laptop that they could work from in the office. Mm. They'd go out, do their site inspections and then come home. Rather than going all the way back into the office, if they were closer to home, they would just log on from home and they'd be able to continue working from home. So it was very little change for them. Our, our systems are internet-based, so we have online project tracking. The challenge for us really was to move our support staff to homeworking as well to enable them. We've got time-bound legal documents that we need to issue, such as the initial notices of final certificates. So our administrators and our finance department all had to move to homeworking as well. But they did that very successfully, and it, it's been great. They've, they've done a fantastic job. We'd had appointed three degree level apprentices who were on the UCEM building control pathway <laughs> and that 
recruitment process started in 2019. So those young people mm. had to deal with the very unsettled end to the school careers, you know, they'd come into the end of doing their A-levels, etc. And that's all done from home and they didn't know how their exams would go. And then they didn't know how, and we didn't know how they'd be able to start with us or when they'd be able to start with us. But we did manage to get them into the office in September where they worked with us through till December in the office environment. But then we had the third lockdown after Christmas. So they, they've adapted brilliantly. We have one-to-one mentors for our apprentices and they liaised with them during the lockdown and we were able to provide them with online training via Microsoft Teams. So we very much embraced the technology to help our young, young people coming through. Yeah, I feel like Teams has definitely helped people and saved people through, well, through the various lockdowns we've had. Oh, it's good to hear that the apprentices got to go into the office for a little bit, at least to see yes. see what it was like. So what a lot of people listening to this podcast might be new to the industry or just be looking um, looking to see what it's a bit it's like. What kind of working life can they expect to see if they're entering into the profession? Like from your point of view, say I was someone's like, oh, building control, like heard a little bit about it, but not quite sure what what would I expect from it? Yes. Yeah, it certainly is one of the challenges that we have is that not many people know much about building control. We're trying to work on that. We're, we're trying to get to speak to other people, to young people particularly, to let them know a bit more about what we do. It's a very busy career, but very interesting. It's never boring. I'd say the difference between ourselves and, say, architects or quantity surveyors is perhaps they will have a number of projects that they're dealing with which will be much smaller they might have um, three or four projects that they're working on at any given time whereas we would be dealing with maybe up to 100 or so projects in various stages obviously our involvement in those projects is very different we don't go into the same detail as, as architects and quantity surveyors but we do have to manage that volume to make sure we keep up to um, speed of what's happening on each site and that's why we've got at Ascent we've got a bespoke document control centre where it helps to support our surveyors in, in project managing all of those projects at any time there's an alert system to show them where projects are up to and when they need to visit or carry out consultations with fire authorities for example but you, you could be one day you could be dealing with somebody having a new conservatory built on the back of the house or you know an extension on the back of their house and on the same day go to a multi-million pound hospital new build it's really varied and I say never mm. ever boring there are always new challenges even after 30 years plus in the industry there's always something new that to sound really my brain too. <laughs> yeah, sounds great. Sounds like you've got to be someone that can juggle lots of different things and have your head in different places. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. You do moving from site and then in, so you're looking at jobs on a much very practical level and then you're looking at them on, on plan and the plans these days are all assessed by a, a, a computer screen. So you, mm-hmm. you're... Um, using pdf viewers etc to scale oh thank you that's really interesting good to, i mean i didn't personally know a huge amount about building control so that is a very good overview of it thank you another question how do you think that covid will change the built environment in the long term are you seeing anything now that you think oh that's gonna that's gonna stick around and we're gonna see that change forever i think that investment in technology and teams will will play a big part 
remote inspections, I think, will become more prevalent in the industry. When, when you go on site, you, you're looking around and your experience and your knowledge tells you where you should be looking and what, what things you need to look at. But we have found, particularly during the first lockdown, that you can do a very effective remote inspection using Microsoft Teams, for example, where you can speak to that person in a meeting when they've got their phone and you can ask them to walk over to a certain area and show you what they've done in that area. It's not relevant for all inspections. Some definitely still do need a person there on site to assess the conditions of the ground, for example. But remote inspections definitely will be playing a part. Mm. And I think for Microsoft Teams, you can speak to design team and the contractor on site and share plans mm. on the screen. That's definitely something I can see we'll be doing more of in the future. But in terms of the actual buildings, I think the adage of insulate tight and ventilate right will be more critical than ever. The spaces such as classrooms and auditoriums or pubs, for example, where people are congregating, they will need to make sure that they are sufficiently ventilated to minimise the risk of the spread of COVID. But we still have the climate crisis, so the ventilation needs to be balanced against keeping the spaces at a comfortable temperature, you know, without using too much heating or cooling. So I do think some things like MVHR, which is mechanical ventilation with heat recovery systems, they're, they're going to be in greater demand. We'll probably see more of those. You still extract the sale air out and the air with potentially having COVID in it, but heat yeah. exchanges are used to keep the air, the new air coming in, warm it up or cool it down because it works mm-hmm. both ways. So I think that kind of system could really be vital going, going forward with mm-hmm. COVID. That, yeah, very interesting. Lots of challenges trying to balance out the, the, like you said, the climate and, but making sure it's COVID friendly. I haven't really thought about that. So do you have to, are you the person that would have to really think about that and make the decisions? Or would you be advising the, I guess, client on that? Yeah, the client would put the design together, but we would mm-hmm. check that, yes, it was efficient in terms of the carbon emissions and also, yes, that it is ventilated mm-hmm. properly so that we would be talking to the client and the design team about that, mm. that side of things. Mm. Definitely that's part of our role. So I guess your job actually has quite a lot of responsibility because you you make the say on what they are allowed to do. So it's quite a lot, quite a lot yes. of weight on your shoulders. <laughs> it is. I mean, particularly uh, Grenfell was a, a big, mm, well, it was an awful tragedy that, mm. that, that pe- really made people realise how much responsibility building control have and what can happen if it does it does go wrong ultimately is something we want to stop ever happening again but part of our role can I ask you how the pandemics personally affected the way you were I mean my husband is also a building control surveyor with Ascend so like a lot of people we had to adapt our home uh, to give us both space (laughs) to work to work from home and keep away from each other during the working working day which I think is very common with a lot of people in in where couples are both having to work from home definitely it does have the benefit though because we're both in the same industry we can discuss technical issues and I think some people who are work working from home and they're on their own or they don't have somebody who's in the same profession as they are it can be quite isolating for them because they do want to to bounce ideas and technical issues off somebody else um, and that again is where the technology and teams can come into play because they can you know talk show somebody a, a, 
a screen, share a screen and yeah. show a plan or an extract from a plan and a, and a photograph. So yeah. definitely that, that's a big benefit. And we just have to be flexible in the way we, we're working. Yeah, yeah, I agree. In fact, I was in a meeting prior to this where you're you're sharing a plan with people that you might not necessarily in the office have been able to gather but on teams you can which is really handy but yeah you do miss that personal um, aspect don't you can I ask one final question why do you think someone should consider a career in building control it's your chance to do the sales pitch (laughs) (laughs) it's a great career there's lots of flexibility and and room to develop I say we're very short of young people or any people coming into the industry really would encourage people to to look into it and and ask ask questions certainly feel free to give me a call if you wanted to know more about building control but there's transferable skills a lot of problem solving required attention to detail you need to be quite pragmatic and technical the regulations are constantly changing so you do need to have that thirst for continual improvement but it's great because you can specialize if you particularly had an interest in fire safety or thermal efficiency or disabled access all of those areas you would cover in your career but people do go on once they've qualified to they become experts in certain areas and and can help their colleagues with their particular knowledge on on the areas that interest interest them and I recently spoke about women in construction. So there's Ooh, a lot yeah. of skills and aptitude that work well in construction. And certainly it's not something to be frightened of. It's a very welcoming industry. I've, I've found it a great career to have since I joined. Oh, is that something you're passionate about then, getting more females into the industry? Yes, definitely more females and more young people is, is what our interest industry needs. Oh, well, great way to um, finish the podcast on that note. Thank you so much for joining me. It's just really interesting to hear about building control and about what you do and how COVID's changed things for you. So thank you very much. And if you're listening to this podcast and interested in learning more about building control, then take a look at our building control degree, um, which is on our website, www.ucem.ac.uk. Thank you very much for listening. And Jane, thank you very much for coming on the podcast with us. Thank you.